the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. Acts chapter 2 When the day of Pentecost came, the disciples were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. One of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in others' tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one had their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked. Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Although we have come from all over the Roman Empire, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our talk today is going to be, of course, inspired by that amazing Pentecost story that we heard read by the children, but also uh, by the artwork of Edgardo de Guzman, who has just captured the spirit of that event in his picture called Pentecost. Now the children can get their pencil crayons ready. Uh, Helen has mailed out some line drawings that have been done by Reuben. First of all, of the whole picture itself, and you can colour the whole picture if you want to, in the style of Guzman or just a section. Or you could perhaps do another line drawing and hide within it a word that sums up this amazing occasion. So go for it everyone. That was quite a birthday party as our reading from Acts tells us. But instead of flames on candles, there were these great flames on the heads of the disciples themselves. Instead of singing happy birthday altogether, there were sounds of singing, speaking in different tongues and different languages communicating the great things that God had done. And instead of lots of presents and gifts, there was one gift of God, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the promise that Jesus had given those disciples, that he would come and be with them and live inside them. There was a unique birthday going on. And this day the Church of God was born. And this marvellous picture gives us a real sort of insight into something of the movement of God uh, towards those disciples, a movement and colour that is expressed so beautifully by Eduardo de Guzman. This painting has a real sense of movement in three dimensions. Firstly, the movement from heaven to earth. You can see how it sweeps down and communicates something of a great outpouring of God's Spirit, the gift of love, the gift of power, the gift of compassion for others. Secondly, there's this movement from heaven to earth, this response 
uh, the bodies, as it were, sort of moving up towards God in praise and adoration and thanksgiving for the great gift of his life. Hands held high in worship and thanksgiving. But this third dimension is as if it goes right across the painting, almost like uh, big waves of moving from left to right and right to left. And this reminds us of the movement of God's Spirit outwards toward those in our world where there is such need for the message of hope and joy. It was an outpouring of God's Spirit that enabled the disciples to show love in words and actions right the way through the rest of their lives. The colours that Edgardo uses as well are very significant. You'll notice that they're all very different but they seem to be able to come together in a way that reflects a harmony and unity in the painting. This is something that reminds us of the way that God's Spirit works, bringing people together in harmony and unity in a way that was, is inhumanly impossible. I don't know whether you'd agree, but this is a sort of picture of a church at its best. And it's, a, it's the way that God, I believe, is moving in Christ church to make us to become all that he would have us be. We're recognizing that we cannot do anything without the power of God's Spirit. We are a people who are totally dependent on him. And over this last week, we've seen how we are seeking to pray, but unable to pray unless God's Spirit really works through us and in us. The Spirit of Christ works within us. We cannot create relationships of peace and joy unless God himself sends us the Holy Spirit to enable us to forgive and to heal. We cannot find peace unless we receive the peace that the world cannot give, that peace that Jesus himself gives. And a joy that wells up from deep within. Barriers cannot be broken down and friendships formed unless the all-embracing love of God sweeps through our hearts. And that's why we pray, come Holy Spirit, come. And we sing, come down, O love divine. So we are dependent on God sending his Holy Spirit. And when that Spirit comes and fills us anew, we cry out to God that we might worship him in spirit and in truth. And our hearts are filled with life and joy again, set on fire with love for him. God's Spirit animates us and we respond with thanksgiving and praise. And finally, as we seek to receive that spirit, that love for other people, we recognize each person as uniquely valuable in God's sight, that we're all so different and yet unique. And as we see in the painting, each of those different parts of the, of the painting has a unique place within it. Each of us plays a unique part in the life of his church, whether it's visible or invisible. Things that are seen very clearly up front like this, or things that are hidden often unnoticed. Everybody's part in the life of God's church is vital. 
and we all have been given gifts to use to his glory and to extend the kingdom of God. And so we rejoice today that God gave us his spirit and continues to fill us anew with that spirit, that the church may rejoice in the life that he gives and in the fire of God's love that is poured out upon us. That fire is something that not only is given to us, but Jesus said would be in us, as Aidan now is going to uh, demonstrate in a rather spectacular display of fire eating. So as we heard in our story today, God's presence descends on the disciples in a pillar of fire. And fire is one of the illustrations in the Bible, one of the kind of ways in which God's presence is shown to the people of God. Sometimes it's like a, a pillar of cloud and, a, and some cloud and some darkness that can be God's presence. But often it's fire like this. Now God's Holy Spirit descends down and lands and rests on the people of God as they have it. And suddenly they're given the... Uh, the, they get the, the strength of conviction to go out and share God's message with other people. But the fire, it didn't go out. It just went inside the disciples. And actually every Christian from then on can know that God's presence is in them. So even if we can't see the presence of God, we know that actually his spirit is with us. And if ever we're afraid like the disciples were, we can know that God's Spirit is with us, encouraging us and helping us to share that light with other people.